Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Need More Info, a podcast exploring the worlds of movies, video games, and TV shows. I'm your host, Nate. So glad to be back, people. So glad to be back and being able to breathe now, because, uh, yeah, we, we've been away for a few weeks. Um, we had a Jubilee celebration. The old queen had her 70th uh uh, anniversary of being in the uh, the the uh, the palace and everything, and the the UK decided to have a massive massive state of celebrations. And from those celebrations, I decided to get COVID. So uh, yeah, that was a uh, that was fun to say the least. And I'm still still not <clears throat> still not feeling 100 percent now, but uh, really glad to be back. And joining me today, uh, after two three weeks now, is James. Welcome back, James. Hey guys. Yeah, I thankfully I was. And the same celebrations at night, but thankfully I did not get COVID. But I uh, hope you speed recovery, uh, night. I'm just lucky. Yeah. I, I fully admit I'm lucky. So yeah. People went, people went down. It's, it's the funny thing, right? We were literally at the exact same things in close proximity. And you've avoided, you know, you've had COVID, haven't you, once? I have. I have. Yeah. Yeah. yeah getting COVID twice, electric. Mm. COVID twice, electric cofferloo, as I like to call it, uh, is not great. Uh, it really isn't. It put me out for pretty much a week. So that was fun. That was fun to find out. So, yes. But, you know, honestly, people, it's glad to be back. It's great to be back. Obviously, the last time we were around, we decided to do our spoiler discussion for the movie Everything, Everywhere, All at Once. And I've heard that's actually coming to streaming services within the next few weeks, actually, for a lot of people. So everyone could finally, finally enjoy that movie because it's absolutely amazing. I think we all agreed, uh, all agreed when we watched it, last, when we had that discussion. But obviously, you know, we've come back now. There's been a ton of news. Unfortunately, we won't be able to cover everything. Uh, next week, we'll know that we're doing an Obi-Wan spoiler-filled discussion. James won't be part of that because he just doesn't care about Star Wars. So I think we can already well, guess that. I can want to, but I haven't seen it. So I'll just be yeah. Uh... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, obviously, we have had a massive influx of geeky news from movies to TV shows to the massive games we've had. The, the E3, not E3 that we've had in this past week of all the massive game announcements. So we're going to be doing something a bit different this week. Instead of like doing a topic, what we're going to do is we're going to have a little discussion on the games from E3, uh, from, sorry, not E3, or Summer Games Fest, Capcom, PlayStation Show, uh, um, State of Play, we'll go through that and everything. And then we're just going to do a run through the news initially. So then we'll, what we'll do is we'll have the game section as a separate portion afterwards. And we'll probably talk for like 30, 30 minutes on that there. But yes, right, so people... You know the role. Oh, it's good to say. It's time to get into the news, people. It's good to be back and saying that. Right. So let us dive into that weekly news by going that literally starting off with the uh, property that James doesn't care about, uh, Star Wars. <laughs> uh, we are getting a new Star Wars film from Taika Waititi, and he has confirmed that it will focus on a completely new cast of characters because he... Um, he feels that the universe needs to expand and not focus on the same characters. And I think that's absolutely a great idea, to be honest, because the Skywalker saga has happened. Episode nine has happened. We need to go somewhere else. I mean, I might not be a fan of Star Wars, but I think that's a great idea as well, because, I mean, I really like uh, a lot of uh, Taika Waititi stuff that he's done recently. Like, Thor Ragnarok was fantastic. Um, so I, I, imagine he, I imagine it's in good hands, put it that way. And we're getting our Thor Love of Thunder in like two weeks, two, three, uh, or about a month's time, uh, two, three weeks of a month's time. So really looking forward to And that's only uh, an hour and 58 minutes long. It's actually the shortest Marvel. It's about an hour and 56, hour and 58. It's one of the shortest Marvel movies they've had. So I probably won't have to go to the back from that movie. So I'm very happy with that. But yeah, no, it'll be really interesting to see with this movie. Uh, Taika has already said he's probably going to piss off a lot of Star Wars fans. So I'm also happy with that as well, because I still need to watch that um uh flag uh, flag our flags means death or something like that the new pirate show yeah yeah and i heard that's getting a second um, that might be getting a second season as well so that's uh, pretty good to hear and uh yeah but um we look forward to that staying in the same vein of um you know properties get coming out and everything we are getting the gran turismo movie from playstation but it's going to be directed by neil bloomkamp which i did not expect and it's touted for an august 11th 2023 releases from igm uh, the story features a teenage Gran Turismo player and becomes an actual professional race car driver after winning a series of competitions. It appears to be based on the story of Jan Marden Borough, a British driver who began competing in events such as the F3 European Championship after winning the GT Academy reality show at the tender age of 19. This is from IGM. Uh, so I never expected Neil Bloomkamp to be directing a, uh, a Gran Turismo movie. A lot of people are joking that, uh, you know, is Tom Holland going to be in the trifecta for this? Because obviously it's a Sony property and he's British, obviously. But hmm. Also, is Charlton Copley going to be in it? 
Do you know what? I would not be surprised because he's in pretty much every he's other. He's pro- in every Neil Blomkamp movie. Yeah. He'll be he'll be the he'll be the older the older uh, driver or like the the trainer or something like you know because he he won't be like a bad character. He won't be he won't be you know I'm not doing a South African accent. I'm really not doing that because that could cause a lot of problems if I try and do that. But yes, um, Gran Turismo, another video game property that's coming out. Speaking of adaptations from video games. Duke Nukem is getting a video a video game adaptation movie from the creators of Cobra Kai. Uh, so this is um, Josh Hurld, uh, John Hurwitz, and Hayden uh, Schlossberg. Uh, hope I pronounced that correctly. Um, I really don't know how they're going to pull this off because I don't know if you've played the... Have you played the Duke Nukem games, James? Nope. They go to some very fucked up places like Pigs like humanoid pigs having sex with women hookers and everything and like it's yeah and if he doesn't chew bubble gum and he's all out of bubble gum in this film i bet there'll be a running joke in the movie he'll get a piece of bubble gum at the end of the movie i'm like ah, oh, got my gum and then he'll get knocked out of his hands and then i guess i'm all out of gum time to do some more killing but that's what will happen for the duke nuka movie but i'll tell you this the cobra kai guys do did an amazing job with that property i'm really looking forward to season five when it comes out uh, and they've actually really perfected the nostalgia factor. So I'm looking forward to seeing what they do with that. Uh, going on another adaptation, uh, which I was talking to a friend about the other day. It seems that Justin Lin has uh, f- jumped off of the Fast franchise with the family to direct an adaptation of the One Punch Man manga anime series. Based on the uh, superhero Saitama, who essentially is the character of if he does one punch, you'll die. <laughs> But and it, it's it's essentially like a superhero comedy show to a degree, like it has comedic elements. And I, I'd actually like to do a little bit of discussion down the line of uh, fan castings as an episode. Uh, who who we'd cast in our favorite video game properties or like film properties? I'd actually quite be interested in doing that because I've got a few in mind for this one. Uh, one of them was in Scott Pilgrim. Another one is in Stranger Things. And uh, I'd be very interested to see what we do there. But Justin Lin um, did not expect this to happen, a One Punch Man movie. I think they could obviously. Uh, you've not seen this, have you? Not seen One Punch Man, actually, not. Yeah. Nope. So basically, like, it is essentially a character who he is the strongest man. He one punch and you're dead. Like that's mm-hmm. it. And it's a, the comedic aspect where he can't be beaten, and he, he's always trying to you know find someone. And the first season, you can't hear so much. Could be adapted into one film. It's about thirteen episodes, and you could really condense that into one film. And it's really hilarious because no one believes he's that strong as well. Because there's this whole superhero society, grades of graded superheroes, and he's marked as a grade C, which is like quite low. And then, but yeah, he's the strongest. Yeah, it's fucking weird. But I'm really looking forward to see where that goes, to be honest. Hopping over to um, final movie news, though, uh, it seems we are rumored to be getting Joker 2. Well, I, actually, no, I believe we are getting Joker 2. Yeah. But the rumor is it's going to be a musical. Oh. I mean, you know, uh, there's a artist online called Boss Logic who created a fan art piece. Go check him out, people. He's in, he actually did a lot of the... F- he did fan casting for Ahsoka in the Star Wars series, and she got cast, funnily enough, because of that. But he created a, a picture called Ha Ha Land, which I thought was hilarious, to be honest. Um, James is not a fan of musicals. No, I mean, I, so, I mean what I heard Joker 2, I thought, well, yeah, I'm interested in that. Um, I'm not so sure about it being a musical. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll check out the trailer for it, but it has called me a little bit on, on that idea. Honestly, what I would have liked them to have done on the back of Joker, rather than do a sequel to Joker, would have been to done more solo movies based on um, iconic Batman villains like Mr. Freeze. I think that would have been a better uh, direction. That's just my personal... No, I definitely agree. I know I know. Um, a lot of people... I know there's been talk of, like, the guy who's done, like, uh, The Haunting of Hill House and Midnight Mass, I believe, has talks of, like, he's wanted to do a DC horror movie uh i might i might cut this out but um if it if it is the case i'll keep it in uh i've heard that um uh the guy who created like that in midnight mass he wants to do a clayface movie okay. which i think you know very very yeah. horror that would be really horror based but i think you know like characters such as um toy man or um uh what's his name uh the the ventriloquist doll uh it's you know yeah exactly yeah uh but you know you had annabelle you know, you could do something like that. You could do something really creepy like that. And yeah, Mr. Freeze would be amazing. Um, Two-Face would be amazing. It'd be a psychological drama, yeah. you know, be really awesome to do. Yeah, I'd be really interested to see what they do here. And on top of this, though, it's rumoured to be getting Lady Gaga as Harley Quinn. 
Uh, now, this was interesting because if it's a musical, very good to get Harley Quinn in there. And Wakan Phoenix is known for doing musicals as well, or musical films, because he did uh, Walk the Line, the um, Johnny Cash movie. And that was an, uh, that was an amazing film, to be honest. Um, I'm just hoping, like, because he did lose a lot of weight for that last film. Like, he, like a, I, I, know, I know people are concerned about him losing that amount of weight again, and hopefully he, he doesn't have to. And maybe, maybe, you know, he's in the asylum at the end of that film. Maybe that's where it leads off meeting Harley Quinn. And, you know, he's, probably, he's, he's had a few sandwiches, and he's, uh, he, he's got himself right in the asylum. Well, right for the Joker. Now, I'm wondering, do you think they'll eventually tie into Patterson's Batman, or do you reckon it will still be its own thing? I think it will still be its own thing, because we've already spoilers for the Batman... Oh yeah, yeah. I forgot about this. We've already been already been very briefly introduced to uh, who is the Joker in that universe. Um, it still annoys me. Yeah, I don't. I'm actually not sure that um, Black and Phoenix's Joker would quite. I suppose it could do, but no. But for definitely, definitely, for definitely uh, different universes. Yeah, I guess. I mean, like if DC could pull this off, like. I know they're wanting to do more movies like Joker. Like, they are wanting to do more things. I know they're currently filming the Batgirl movie uh, with Brendan Fraser as the bad guy. Um, they're doing a Blue Beetle film, uh, the first uh, Latin superhero-led film as well. So that's pretty good to see. And I'm a big fan of Blue Beetle. And um, uh, the main character from uh, Cobra Kai is the main actor in that. Jolo, uh, I believe his name is. Um, I hope I pronounced his name correctly. Uh, and they're doing a, and they're also doing a Batman animated ads Aztec themed movie. Now that's very interesting to say the least. Yeah, it's very unusual. Yeah, it's yeah. A, but 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 there's been some very different, um, interesting interpretations of of the Batman. So I actually quite like experimenting with a character. I, I tell you, I, I tell you one that I did that, that I do really like. I've only seen the animated version of this, which is often by Gaslight. Which I is, really did enjoy that. Victorian Batman. And, and Jack I really the Ripper. Liked that. Yep. Jack the Ripper. Yeah, no, and the one I hated, really did not like, was mm. Batman Ninja. Same. It was one of the worst films I've ever seen. And it had yeah. good reviews. Yeah. And I was like, I, oh my God, this is, this is cringe worthy. The thing is, though, that could have worked as a film really well because yeah. major martial arts movies set in the feudal, feudal era. It would have been amazing. But it was just a bad. I really did not like that film. And a lot of people think I love my films. People should have seen me when I came out Batman versus Superman. Um, and I believe James was with me actually for that yeah, movie, to be honest. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm really looking forward to this film. If it is a musical, I'm a big fan of musicals. And Wacon Phoenix and um, Lady Gaga are amazing actors in their own right. And it'd be really interesting to see. And the Joker did make over a billion dollars for the studio and only required, a, and this is from IGN again, only required a budget of 60 million. So that's a, that's a fucking good increase. You know, yeah. it's over a 10, yeah. 10 time increase. But yes, uh, moving over to TV shows, people. Uh, Squid Game. Did you watch Squid Game, James? It's not something that interests me. Ah, fair. So obviously, you know, we knew we were getting a season two quite a while ago, but it seems that it was been confirmed for a third time now. Um, and it's, you know, we are getting the, we're getting characters back. We are getting a uh, Gihan, the front man, James. I don't know who these people are. Uh, <laughs> but um, yeah, really looking forward to see where this goes. Obviously, we're probably not going to get it till the end of 2023, beginning of 2024, I think. Um, and the fact uh, this is actually going off of uh, from Huang Da Huang Da Huik, uh, the writer, director, producer, creative Squid Game, uh, actually wrote on the Netflix Twitter page. It took 12 years to bring the first season of Squid Game to life last year. It took 12 days for Squid Game to become the most popular Netflix series ever. As the writer, director and producer of Squid Game, a huge shout out to the fans around the world. The thank you for watching and loving our show. And now Gihan, Gihan. Uh, I pronounced them correctly. The front man returns as well. Season two is coming. The man in the suit who uh, Dark G might be back. Uh, you'll also be introduced to Young He's boyfriend uh, Chol Su. I pronounced the names names correctly. Join us one more for join us once more for a new round uh, by Huang Dong Huik. I hope I pronounced his name correctly. I apologize if I haven't. But loved the first season. Um, I highly recommend it, James. I think you would enjoy it. Um, uh, and so glad it's getting a second season, and I'm really looking forward. I can't really say much else until we hear more about it. But flipping on side of that, though, it seems that Netflix they decided to go on top of that and are asking for they're creating a real life Squid Game called Squid Squid Game: The Challenge with an actual 4.56 million dollar prize, which is actually the amount in the in the show. I believe it was 45 million in there in the um the show. Uh, but they're looking for 456 real players to actually participate in this in this game. 
and I believe it'll be like you know a series of a series of games as well. And they are casting in America, the Europe, at the UK, and uh, Asia as well. Now, I'd love to participate in this, but it turns out I've actually already looked at the requirements, and you need to have a passport available, and you need to have four weeks. You need to be available for four weeks. So you know that is insane. Like you know, I I, I don't think my work's going to allow me. I, I'd like to go to my work and go. Hi, can I take four weeks off? I want to go play Squid Game. You know, I'd be, <laughs> be really interested to see, to be honest. But I'm really looking forward to see what they do here. Um, honestly, the and also it's it's that that show really did bring a revitalization for like you know Korean TV shows, and it's you know I really think that's really good to be honest because you know a lot of people are more international viewing is being made because I think you know we had um, Money Heist, which was the Spanish Portuguese show. Uh, which uh, which was a uh, you know a lot of people loved, and then uh, we're getting like more uh, more international shows, which I think is really awesome. So that is our uh, finishing off our shows, uh, finishing off Squid Game people. But we are now hopping over to James. More like this. Uh, we are getting more Cuphead uh, episodes, James. I know you yeah. uh, enjoyed that. I enjoyed, I enjoyed the first season, so I'm not. I mean, it is it is essentially a kids' show, but it's, you know, you've got a bit of nostalgia for the old school cartoons. From back in the day, then um, yeah, I think I've heard Skype. Yes, and I believe we're getting that in August. Yes, August nineteenth. You're actually getting that, James. So that's actually nice. quite soon. Yeah, uh, and this is actually going off the uh, Netflix Geek Week. Uh, we are getting a Dragon Age Absolution Netflix animated series. Uh, mm. So we're getting that in December. So yeah, it is obviously yeah, yeah. I mean, I've not. I, I mean, it's been a while since the last uh, Dragon Age game. Um, 2015, 2016, I believe that was, or 20, 2014, yeah, end of 2014. So I know if I've got a new Dragon Age game come, um, in the works as well. Dreadwolf, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm guessing that might be in your news for later on. Spoilers. But, uh, no, actually, uh, not as not as much to be honest. We're not really we okay, talk about cool. that as much. No, it's no. I mean, I mean, I, I'm in two minds. I mean, Dragon Age, I don't mind it. I'm not. I'm not one of these people who. Or a massive fan of the uh, Dragon Age games. Um, it's okay. Yeah, no, I, I, I tell like you. It. I mean, I, I, I remember playing the first one. And I got fifty hours in, and then my save file got corrupted, and I was oh. like, "No, I'm good. No, I'm good. No, I'm done. No, yeah, can't no, do it anymore." No, I agree. That, and then annoying. I, I didn't play two because uh, mm. I think Inquisition was coming out quite soon. Yeah, and I just went straight into Inquisition and loved it. I thought the I thought the soundtrack was amazing. So I, I, I did play them all. What annoyed me a little bit about the first game was the DLC, which I didn't play purely because I had one ending where they couldn't continue it um, canonically because mm. you're carrying on the same character and um, I sacrificed my character, I worked sacrificed my character uh, at the end of the uh, first game story. Yeah, but to be fair, if you're the hero, you, you're, you, you, t- you tend to do that, don't you? I mean, spoiler, Mass Effect did that as well. So, um, Or did he? Well, we might find out in, in uh, next year, possibly. Because obviously well, there's that rumour of, like, you know, Shepard, is Shepard dead? I Hashtag heard that rumour, and I, I, I hate it if they, well, if they record it in that way. I hate that. Well, we saw it in the game. In the game, you see yeah. you see him breathe, or her breathe. Oh, really? Like, yeah, yeah, there, there's oh, a very... I, I believe there's a very, very, very brief clip of Shepard in the rubble, and you just see the chest move. Could be just like the air escaping. I'm, up I'm probably one of the people who actually likes the idea of Shepard dying at the end of a third. No, I, third I actually, I actually did like that as well. To be honest, too, because I think I think that's very, you know, it appropriate. Sense, sense, yeah, with the character and the direction of the game. I mean, it's what I hated. I mean, we, can, we can do a whole discussion about what, what I yeah, didn't yeah, like. Yeah, of course. Yeah, Mass Effect Three, but well, not another time. Yeah, no, and no, hopefully we'll we'll see where that goes. And I I still need to finish Andromeda. So, do you know that game got a lot of flack, but I actually went back and played it. It was actually quite good, to be honest. After they did all the patching and the fixing and everything, it was actually quite a good game. I f- I just think it needed to it needed it needed a bit more um, narrative uh, correction in it. But I still mm. think Mass Effect One has the best story. Yes, uh, it would have been nice to have a full remake of that game. Like you know, we're gonna get into another game in a minute that had a full remake. But, um, you know, because obviously the combat in the first one is not the best at all compared to two and three. Yeah. No, it really isn't. But it had, it had the strongest story still. And I, I, I speak to people. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, no, uh, really look forward to really, for, really looking forward to that. Um, and obviously we're, we're supposed to be getting a Mass Effect TV show as well still for, from Amazon. So that after the expanse, I think that could easily, they can easily pull that off. But yeah, no, Dragon Age, um, Dragon Age Absolution coming in December. So I'm really looking forward to seeing that. Hopping over now to the show that I've been waiting for to hear about for so long, 
Castlevania Nocturne, the spin-off to the first series that came out. It follows Richter Belmont, a descendant of the original show's Trevor Belmont as Sophia. Uh, and, you know, he's joined by Maria Renard, uh, and it's set during the French Revolution. I cannot wait for this show. Castlevania is the greatest video game adaptation ever. Fight me. People will go Arcane is the best, but I will say Arcane is only number two right now because Castlevania finished. Castlevania was 26 episodes, uh, but yeah, it was 26 episodes from start to finish. Uh, it was amazing. It was it started a very slow burn, big narrative increase. I think it was on one of my top lists as well. I go back and listen to a previous podcast. I think I go into more detail with Castlevania, but I uh, love the fact that this show is continuing on the story, just like the video games. Uh, and also, you don't need to play the video games to actually understand this series, which I think was amazing. I think Arcane did that as well, amazingly. But I still think this is the number one video game adaptation ever, in my opinion. I don't care what anyone says. I will fight you. I will fight you. <laughs> but it is it is the greatest. And I'm, I'm really happy to finally see that we're getting this. Um, there's no release date yet. I'm presuming it'll probably be like next summer because, you know, 2D animation takes a long time to produce sometimes. Uh, compared to 3D animation, which I'm really happy for. Uh, well, you know, they're putting the care into it. And obviously, you know, Netflix animation department had their cut as well. So I'm kind of glad this is still going on as well. And hopefully we get, obviously we're getting Cuphead, Dragon Age, and this. So yeah, it'd be really good to see. Uh, hopping along to our final two things, though. Um, staying in the video game adaptation realm, though, it seems that Cyberpunk Edge Runners, their Netflix show, has been announced for September. So I'm sure you you might like this, James. Since yeah, it's I mean, I mean, I mean, I'd be interested in it. Certainly, I'll, I'll, I'll definitely, I'll definitely check it out. It's not something I'm, I, I would be super hyped about, but I'll definitely check it out. Yeah, it's a ten episode a story about street punk becomes a mercenary. I haven't read the news article, but supposedly the character in the show has actually been referenced in the game for two years. So I'd be really interested to see. Yeah, I'll, if you go check that out, people, there's a news article online about how the character has been referenced for two years in the video game. Uh, so yeah, I do still need to find a complete Cyberpunk 2077. So it's worth it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that's that's our final video game adaptation talk. But finishing off though the news, which I'm very happy with, The Boys has been renewed for season four, and I'll tell you this now, it was it was inevitable that the show was going to be renewed because have you seen the uh, new season yet, James? Oh, I've not seen the new season, no. Jesus fucking Christ. I in the first ten minutes I went, Oh okay. They they they've got carte de blanche now. They 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 could do anything they fucking want. Like they they show you they I'll I'll use this emphasis. They ram it into you in the first ten minutes that this show does not give a fuck what it shows anymore. And they, they, they're just going balls to the wall. And it was epic. And also uh, the introduction of some characters. Also Homelander. He is unhinged this season. Like completely unhinged. It is scary how, how scary he is already. And we're only four episodes in about halfway through now. And it's terrifying. And I'm so glad we're getting full season of this. I'm hoping. I think. I don't think they should go longer than season five. Because they started to go into more of the comic books now. Uh, they are, I, I don't know if you've read any of the comic books. I don't know anything about the comic books. Nah, it's fine then. But I think season four has been announced. If you could push it for season four, season five should be the end. Just end it at season five at the latest, because I don't think they should go above that. You know, go go on a high. Don't let it run on too long. Yeah. But yeah, no, uh, but that, that is the news, people. That is the news. We are finishing up with the news. And uh, what a lovely, lovely time it was. An illegal spy agency discovers the theft of a prototype weapon. Derek? Codename Confused Llama, and his handler, Frank, codename Majestic Vol, investigate the theft. A naive man with fanciful notions, Derek sets out on his inept journey to reclaim the weapon from villainous hands, unaware of the hidden tale following him. Enter the world of Confused Llama, a spy's tale, a short comedic spy thriller Available on Amazon, in paperback, or Kindle. But now we are going to get into the game section. Now, usually we do the game section, we're in its own new section, but because we had the amount of games we had this week, which was insane, um, let's just get straight into it, James. I know you're looking forward to this oh. game because you're a big, big fan, of this, uh, big fan of the studio. Starfield, they finally showed gameplay. Honestly, I thought we were going to say SCOM 3. I'm not such a big fan of Bethesda. I mean, I'm, I'm happy. I mean, I like their games. I like El, El, Elder Scrolls. I like uh, Fallout games. I'm not going to say I'm a massive fan of Bethesda because as, as a developer, they're okay. They're doing some great stuff. As a publisher, 
they publish some fantastic stuff, mm-hmm. like Ar- like Ar- Ar- Arcane's games, which are published under uh, Berista's umbrella. That's the studio associated with Berista that I would say I absolutely do love. Uh, Berista, I don't mind. I am I, I like I'm in the like camp, but not the love camp in terms of their actual games. Yeah, no, uh, obviously Arcane, um, you know, Arcane Austin, we'll talk about them in a moment. Uh, but yeah, so obviously Starfield is in the works from the uh, producers, obviously, you know, Fallout and everything and Skyrim. And I've seen the gameplay of this. Um, a lot of people are joking that it's No Man's Sky 2.0 because uh, basically you, you you build your character. Obviously, car- classic Bethesda character creation. It's been, it's been, I feel like the tree, the upgrade system has been upgraded quite a lot. Uh, the UI is very clean. I'll say this from the get-go. From the footage I've seen, it's very uniform. Like, it's very... You know how, like, on some games, you get very, like, square-based UI? You get very you, you get very square-based UI. Yeah. It's very clean, and I actually really like that in that game, to be honest, because Deathloop, love the game, mm. absolutely love the game. The UI in that game, on the other hand, was is quite, quite compact. Right, yeah. Yeah, was, yeah. I don't know if you... Uh, have you played Deathloop? Uh, yeah, I mean, Figure was the my number one um, top game okay. of last year, and we did that. Oh yeah, of course. I, don't get me wrong; I love the game, love yeah. the game. I just think the UI could have done had a bit, you know, a bit more work in there. And uh, yeah. I, it, took me, it took me a bit to understand. But looking at um, looking at Starfield, I think it looks great. Yeah. Uh, the worlds we've seen, uh, the world you initially start off on. Um, there's a few news articles, basically how it goes, like you know. You'll start off with, a, um, this is coming from, you know, uh, IGN, uh, but also news articles, uh, how Howard is going, like, there'll be, you know, told how it's going. There will be a step-out moment, like, in classic uh, Bethesda style. So, obviously, but the, the step-out moment, I'm wondering if it is, like, in the showcase, where you do go onto this planet, it's not very green. It has a very, like, otherworldly, greyish texture to it, like, outpost style, like, you go to the outpost and everything, you hunt these people down and whatnot. I didn't mind it. You do mine resources, which is ironically like No Man's Sky. Uh, no Man's Sky is a lot more colourful, I'll be honest with you. But I think I think with um, Starfield, there'll be a lot more to do. And a lot, uh, may, maybe a lot more coming at, at, at on time as well. Because obviously yeah. No Man's Sky had a lot of issues when it released. Don't get me wrong, I've been playing it recently. It's actually amazing now. But, you know, um, it released a bit too early, I think. And Starfield with its delay as well um you know that's been delayed i'm really looking forward to see what happens it's their own they were supposed to come out november but they've delayed it till 2023 now they've not specified a day in 2023 i think it will be they say i a lot of people thinking spring i think it'll be a summer title i think it will be the big summer title next year but going off that like how how big that game is um they've said like you know the 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 main quest is about 20 percent bigger than previous bethesda games are saying it will take about 30 40 hours to complete the main game but then there are over 1,000 planets, James, to visit. Jesus. I know, yeah. it's, it's a bit too much. 1,000 yeah. planets is a bit too much. I mean, and also, is every planet going to have a major system? Like, you know, is, are there going to be 1,000 major systems? Or is it going to be like, you know, 20, 30% are going to have major f- systems? I will say the major system we went to, um, the, the coalition or like the, uh, the, the, the colonizers or something, uh, I can't remember the exact name, but basically there's a, um, there's a company, oh, sorry, uh, there's a headquarters for what's called the Constellation, which is a faction you join, which is like the last group of space explorers. Uh, they're called the Constellation. A lot of people have said how uh, the the aesthetic of their city looks like Mass Effect. Like it has a very... But to be fair, though, Mass Effect has a very clean, almost Star Trek-esque, like realistic approach to it, in my opinion. It does, it's, you know, it has a very clean effect, where Star Wars is very, a lot more grungy. I'm wondering if every like system will have that like that effect and obviously you've not seen this yourself yet but it'd be really interesting to see to be honest it'd be really interesting to see where they go from that um just hoping it's going to be really good uh i they actually they actually gave us 15 minutes of like in total starfield because obviously that's what people wanted to see from the xbox showcase uh and they when the xbox extended happened they went into a bit more detail i believe like they had a bit more like interview like uh, from the bethesda studio so yeah it'd be interesting to go from there Really, really looking forward to Starfield. I'm betting summer 2023 or Q2 2023. Uh, so, yeah, between um, April and July, I'd say. Uh, that's probably a good bet. Uh, moving over to another first title, though. Uh, you were literally just talking about Arcane. Redfall. Yeah. One Arcane game I don't care about. 
Well, interesting. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, the vamp, the uh, the fictitious games that are yeah. yeah, we play hunt vampires. Uh, I'm hmm. I'm half and half with this game because it can be played as a single player game. Oh, I've said. Yeah, so it's an open world first person shooter video game that features both single player and cooperative multiplayer modes. So it can be played both ways. Okay, that goes a little bit higher in, in, in my maybe um, to play in that case. It was because I thought it, I, I thought it was a multiplayer-only game, but I wasn't um, It reminds so you of Left 4 Dead, didn't because, it? Uh, which I, I love playing Left 4 Dead back in the day, but I'll be honest, these days I tend to uh, move... I'm, I'm, I am more single-player-focused myself. Yeah, I'm, no, I totally get that. Particularly like narrative games or strategy games, those were two I like. I mean, my, my turn-based stuff like XCOM, which I'm sure we're going to get onto in a bit, is what... No. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely agree. There. Both definitely John is my favourite. Sure, yep. Well, do you know what? Let's 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 go on to XCOM now. Let's go on to yeah. XCOM now. Yes, so it seems that we are still getting XCOM free after the next game we'll be talking about, uh, Marvel's Midnight Suns uh, from Firaxis. Uh, they've said, basically, um, this is going from an interview now, a uh, project lead, Garth uh, DeAngelis, DeAngelis, I hope I pronounced his name correctly, apologies if I haven't. We just had this opportunity that we placed on our lap. Uh, it was too good to pass up. Uh, sorry, let me apologies. Uh, it was too good to pass up. Uh, we just had this opportunity that was placed on our lap. It's totally natural to say, where else can we go? And frankly, that's a blessing. That's a good problem to have. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's, it's a case yeah. of like, you know, uh, we can explore this territory that's exciting, no exploratory, that's exciting. These things that XCOM 3 aren't necessarily about what, about that we could do with this IP are incredibly exciting. We could blaze new ground there. So, you know, it's, it's a case of like, you know, we, we're, we are still going to get XCOM 3 because obviously they're going to have to follow on from the last one. They're going to have to go, they're going to have to go subnautical in the next one. Especially yeah, I mean, remake of Turf from the Deep is what I'm expecting. Yeah. And... And and then well, I don't know what I do for and then number four would be a remake of XCOM two but in, uh, in in underwater. Yeah, and do you know what? Do you know what they should get rid of the timer? Get rid of the fucking timer. I don't want the timer anymore. I hated the timer in XCOM two. Really I, did. I, 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 didn't I know you. Did. Yeah, but you you like Iron Man mode, don't you? I do play like yeah. I, I hate the idea of reloading saves in, in any of these kind of games. I want to. I know in any of these kind of games. If I make a mistake, I want to live with that mistake. Sadist. Um, that's all I'm saying. You're a sadist. So I, yeah, I, 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 I always feel that if, if you can like reloading it and to trying to undo a mistake, then that's up to you. But personally, I see that as cheating. No, I get that. I get that. I'm the complete opposite. I will save to my goddamn heart's content. I will, I will, I will hit that uh, the uh, the uh, the F5 button as much as fu- as I fucking can. And uh, I do, the I do, if I don't have eye mode on, quite or game doesn't have eye mode, I will. I'm a bit bad at saving quite a bit in my games, but only because I'm scared of the game crashing. Because uh, I used to have that back in the day. Yeah. I'm losing so much progress. That's the I only mean, reason why I, I save quite a bit. I mean, if you, if you reload the save, your accuracy might get better after a 98% in, uh, you know, shoot chance. Well, it's cheating. <laughs> Whatever. I don't care. I don't care. Yeah, I mean, so it's, it's okay. Make me either you do. I'll, yeah, I'll, 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 I'll do, do me. me. Yeah, I'll do me and I'll kill everything uh, and save as I go along. <laughs> but yeah, no, I really look forward to hoping again XCOM 3 as we go through. Um, but going off though, quickly onto Marvel's Midnight Suns though. Like, I'm really interested to see where this game goes because I'm just going to bring the game up now. I've got quickly. quite a lot about this game actually. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a card based RPG if I'm correct. Yeah, card based. Uh, yeah, card based uh, turn based tactics going. Uh, it sounds like it's going to play very differently from the XCOM games. It's, it's it's not like that at all. But it's kind of it's got a few interesting there are a few interesting mechanics. Like there's a whole uh, downtime section area where when you're not in combat, you can talk to uh, mm-hmm. the other heroes and you can like make friendships and potentially can like you'll you'll have people who like heroes who you get on with and then ones you don't get on with and that will also have an impact kind of like in, in, in the battles and stuff. I believe. Yeah, yeah, and also like you know, um, obviously they announced Spider Man is coming into it, Hulk, uh, Venom, which was uh, really interesting. So we're getting playable characters such as Iron Man, Captain America, Wolverine, Spider Man, Scarlet Witch, Doctor Strange, Captain Marvel, Blade, Ghost Rider, Magic, and Nico Monaru, who was actually in the recent um, uh, Runaways TV show, which was actually set in the MCU. Um, and also she's voiced by the same character who voiced her, who actually played her in the uh, TV show, which I think is. Uh, Really awesome. And also, it's been confirmed uh, that Yuri Lowenfall, who voiced Peter Parker in the Spider-Man games, is also voicing Spider-Man here as well. Uh, it's coming out October 7th, 
So hint, hint, for that's that's my birthday month, people. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Um, uh, it's coming out for PlayStation Four, Five, Xbox One, Xbox Series X and S, uh, Steam, Epic, and also a Nintendo Switch version will be coming later. Now I'm wondering if this will be for the Switch Pro that's eventually going to be announced because obviously that's going to be announced down the line, and we're hoping it's going to be announced down the line, especially when Breath of the Wild Two comes out. But yeah, I'm really looking forward to this game to be honest because when they announced like when, I thought it was just going to be like X combo, when they said it had a card based element to it, I was like, oh, okay. I'm into yeah. this. Yeah, it's completely different. And also, different. and the role-playing elements, as you said, you know, you start off in like, you know, a place called the Abbey, which is the place you spoke about. It's the, uh, your mm. base of operations and how you can talk to people there. Yes. Uh, but yeah, moving on to our next one though. Uh, James, are you a oh. Resident Evil fan? Oh. Well then, you won't give a <laughs> shit about this section. Uh, so obviously, you know, it's been a, the worst kept secret in the world for the last years. That we've been, we're going to be getting a Resident Evil 4 remake. It's probably considered one of the best video games ever uh, for a lot of people from the last 20 years. Um, and obviously, Resident Evil 4 changed the way those games were played because originally the games were played in a tank movement style. So it's, you know, forward, left, you know, and then this changed it to over the shoulder. Resident Evil 5 changed that when you can move and shoot at the same time. Resident Evil 4, you couldn't. But we're getting the remake finally. And it is coming out um, March. 24th 2023 for ps5 xbox series s x and pc um and we got a very very small snippet of the opening intro basically in the game uh you're tasked six years after the Re resident evil 2 and 3 which we'll get into in a second uh to rescue ashley the president's daughter from this uh, spanish village uh unlike the previous games where it was re uh, zombies these are like uh like infected they're infected like with las plagas um you know uh, ouroboros ouroboros virus i believe so it's like this it's like a really bad infection that could cause like tentacle creatures to rip out of you and like you know insect creatures to come out of you it's it's fucked up it was it was creepy as fuck in the original version i don't know how they're gonna and i've heard they've redesigned them for this so i'm wondering how they're gonna do it also it introduced us to the guy who everyone loves in resident evil got some things for you stranger introduced us to the uh the shopkeeper which everyone loved hopefully he'll be back uh but yeah obviously you know everyone's been waiting for this with leon s kennedy coming back i know we have a few friends who hate this hates the guy but i love the guy with his 90s hairstyle still um and i actually recently in the last few weeks replayed resident evil 4 this game still holds up someone actually recently created a hd re uh, project of this game it took them eight years and it looks great they actually did it all, you know, you know, it was free and everything. It was great. I, I absolutely loved it. Uh, I don't have their name on hand, but shout out to the person I might tag you later on. Uh, but yeah, no, uh, I thought this was excellent, excellent news, to be honest. Um, obviously, we knew we were getting this uh, with the Capcom presentation. I'm still hoping, I know you probably won't care for this, but I'm still hoping for a Dino Crisis remake at some point. Uh, lo, 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 James like, I have no fucking idea. It's basically Resident Evil with dinosaurs. That's okay. pretty much. That's pretty much it. It's Jurassic Park with much, many, many more guns. That that was pretty much it, to be honest. Um, and I know a lot of people have been calling for that for ages. Uh, hopefully, we'll eventually get that next year or at Gamescom, maybe. We'll finish that Resident Evil four though, because it didn't give us too much. But we're going to go to the other Resident Evil uh, talk though. Uh, Resident Evil two, three, and seven got some upgrades, which is pretty awesome. Uh, so obviously they got a. Uh, just going to bring this up now. So it seems they got a recent patch, which includes a. Um, 4K resolution up, uh, up, up support, higher visual frame rates, and ray tracing for PS5, Xbox Series X, and 3D support, and also PC. Uh, the PS5 version also got DualSense controller haptic feedback increase, and uh, yeah, so, and also everyone who got this game got it for free. You didn't need to actually get a, uh, a next gen upgrade, which I think is really good for console developers to do, to be honest. If you already got the game, unless it's a complete remake, you know, if it's just a, if it's just a buffer upgrade, five, five to 10 quid. That's that's fine, you know. But if it's free, perfect. I I, lo I love the term free. Who doesn't love the term free? Honestly, people. But yeah, no. Uh, probably play Resident Evil Two again. Uh, it was an amazing remake, like a remake, not a remaster. We'll get into that remake remaster in a second. But yeah, absolutely loved it. Resident Evil just had a huge whole, like Capcom had the, had a whole show. So obviously, we're gonna finish off with Resident Evil Eight. James is just like I have no idea where any of this is because obviously oh. Resident Evil don't give a fuck. Uh, but Resident Evil 8 thought the game was brilliant. It's a continuation of the Ethan Winter story from Resident Evil 7, which I thought was uh, shifted the game again from a new perspective to first person perspective. Haha. -ha. Um, and that was a terrible uh, in, in way. But they've added uh, DLC they're going to be bringing out. So basically Mercenaries update for Chris Redfield, um, 
uh, Lady D- Dimitrescu, which everyone, all those horny, horny gamers out there want uh, for that nine foot vampire lady. You you must know Lady Dimitrescu is at least. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've, I've been made vaguely aware of it. Yeah, exactly. You, know, it, you can't really get out of that without that. And then also, uh, two more things uh, from that. Obviously, you know, um, PS5, so obviously they, it's, it's already on PS5, but we're getting uh, an extended, an additional story called the, um, it's called the, uh, what what is it called? Apologies. Uh, it's called The Shadows of Rose, which follows uh, Ethan's daughter uh, 16 years after the story of the game and it takes place in the inside the mega my seat uh in the consciousness of this like ooze and the you're attacked by both the the castle and enemies which i think is really awesome and because she has these like weird powers that she's trying to get rid of so it'd be really awesome to see and it's a continuation of the story which i think really good really good for resident evil to do finishing off though with that um with that dlc for resident evil 8 they're adding a third person mode now resident evil 8 was first person like resident evil 7 adding a third person mode because a lot of people called for that i think this is because obviously they're remaking resident evil 7 sorry resident evil 4 sorry which is going to be completely third person um because obviously the shadow of rose dlc is third person as well so i think they're just trying to get everyone ready for the for how the mechanics are going to work because this comes out on october 28th and they're going to be releasing as the resident evil 8 gold edition or resident evil village with the 8 is the village gold edition on the 28th of october so good month for october midnight suns in uh, resident evil 8 and that's all the resident evil now talk james so don't worry we're at the resident it's evil not... talk now i know james like thank thank fuck no no fuck. i don't care I, I mean it's fun i don't really know franchise that's just me yeah but uh going over to a production company though um james did you play death stranding nope sorry just so 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 many games that I, I haven't played unfortunately so obviously you know uh kojima-san uh hideo kojima James has been. I, James. I do know who he is. I've played okay. Metal Gear Solid Five, and that's about the only one I've played. Wow, you have not played two or four or okay. I'm a PC gamer. Okay, that's. Fair. I mean, they are on PC as well. But so it's been announced that uh, Hideo Kojima is going to be working with Xbox on a um, new game, and he did mention the cloud as well, which is interesting. So now Kojima does make some amazing titles. Obviously, he's he's worked a lot with PlayStation. And there's actually been a news article recently about how um, a lot of people are worried that basically with him working him working with Xbox now, how is his relationship with Sony? Because people think he's still making a Sony title. But he has, you know, they issued a statement saying there's no issue with Sony. You know, we have a very good partnership with PlayStation still. Can't a game developer be loved by everyone? Can't, you know, can't, can't, can't a game developer work for two different studios to create a game? Also, he's a name unto himself. Okay, to be fair... If Shigeru Miyamoto or, you know, some Nintendo developer was like, I'm going to go create a PlayStation game now while working with a Nintendo cell, that would be unprecedented. It would be amazing to see, but it would be unprecedented. But Kojima, Metal Gear Solid games have been on the Xbox in the past, I believe. Uh, and, you know, uh, that, that could work, but that's obviously that's uh, Konami. But Hideo Kojima working with Xbox, I'm really interested to see that, to be honest. Really, really, I really want to see that. Um, and I'm really interested to see what he does. Obviously... Um, with the Xbox Showcase, they actually did say all the games were in the next 12 months. This was the only one where basically he just said, oh, yeah, I'm in a partnership with Xbox now. So basically they're, they're developing something. I'll be really, I'll be, I'm going to really look forward to see what he does because I'm a really big fan of his. Death Stranding took me a bit to get into because it takes like 70 hours to complete, but I love the game nonetheless. We've got uh, a few people on here as well who love that game as well. Going off that, though, people, um, coming into our final, uh, final roll-up of all of this, um, The Last of Us, James. Yes, I can finally, I can finally play it. It's coming to PC. Yes, and uh, only took nine years because that's how long it takes to get a remake nowadays. Uh, and this is a lot of controversy that people are been really, really uppity about for some people. Like, say, did we need a remake? Uh, did we need this? Did we need that? And I'm thinking, you know, because they have remade this completely from the ground up with the Part Two engine, and also they've renamed it The Last of Us Part One. So obviously, you know, two parts. And also, do you know what? I'm surprised it's actually coming out this soon. Uh, you know, coming out for PC as well. And so, uh, I don't know if it's coming out PC at the exact same time. I believe it's, it's coming out later, but September 2nd, I believe this is coming out, uh, the remake. Uh, it's going to be priced at 70... The problem is, though, is the, is the price. It's going to be £70. Pounds for That's the, for quite the... a little bit longer than before I buy it. Well, well to be fair, this is, the, um, this is the PS5 version. So the PC version is, will probably be cheaper, to be honest, because the PC yeah. versions are usually cheaper. Uh, re- I'm gonna play this again, no doubt. I'm gonna play it again because it's the Last of Us, and I absolutely fucking love this, love the series. Uh, and I'm, I'm wondering if they're going to expand on the story. 
I know they've um, stated that they are going to be... Um... Oh, sorry, the story will play out the same way the original does with voice acting, motion capture animations, seemingly changed from the original. But uh, obviously, they actually did take data from the original version, and they were able to actually like make it more defined, which I think is really awesome. They're also going to be adding a lot more um, more accessibility features uh, uh, that they, they take from part two, because there's like over 60 accessibility features, I believe there was for at least 40 to 60 accessibility features for part two, which I thought was incredible. Um, and I'm just really looking forward to seeing it. I still tear up at the first 10, 15 minutes of our part one. Still know what's going to happen. Uh, I still think it's brilliant. Um, amazing series. People who uh, uh, dissed on Abby in the uh, second one can fuck off. Uh, because like she, the uh, Laura Laura, uh, Laura Bailey, uh, who voiced Abby in part two, uh, she got a lot of hate from the from community, and those people can fuck off. Yes. Like generally, honestly, those people can just fuck off. Um, because them. no, it's it, it's not needed. Yes. Yeah, so um, Moses Ingram from uh, Star Wars in the recent Obi Wan series, uh, she voices uh, she so she plays Reva the character. She's began a load of racist abuse online. Like it, it's it's wrong. Like yeah, it's yeah, completely totally. wrong. Yeah, yeah you, they're they're actors, the performers. They don't need abuse. They're they're playing a part. Yeah, it's ridiculous. Uh, yeah, stop hate you guys, please. Yeah, no, like you know, as, as, as I think I think I've said it both. I haven't. Like Laura Bailey won like a BAFTA for her performance as Abby, yeah. and you know, if you win a BAFTA, fuck them all. Like you know, <laughs> but honestly, yeah, as James said, stop the abuse. You know, it's not fucking needed. Um, these people are doing a job and doing a great job with it. Uh, just fucking stop. I know Kelly Marie Tran, she was a character of Rose in The Last Jedi. She left uh, Twitter and social media because she got a lot of abuse. And that's wrong. Uh, like, completely. And just, just fucking stop it. Uh, I know some um, Anton Mount came out recently um, from the Star Trek community in support of um, Moses Ingram as well. Like, you know, Star Trek families with me and everything. Because, you know, why? You know... It's, not it's, a, it's, it's a fi it's a fictional property. Yeah. Like you know, uh, just don't put abuse on these people. But yeah, go just go back to Laura Bailey though. She she did an amazing performance. Uh, stop the hate. And I'm really looking forward to see how how it goes. I'm really looking forward to seeing how you find her in uh, part two. Uh, she, yeah. I thought she was I thought she was great in part two. And uh, but yeah, finishing off with the Last of Us though. Um, we're getting part we're getting part one on September second. Uh, for PS5 and PC. Um, so I'm really looking forward to see what that does there. Speaking of another uh, remaster PC port, though, we are getting Spider-Man on uh, August 11th, I believe. Uh, so I'm really looking for... So August 12th for PC, Steam, and Epic. Uh, so I don't know if you'd be interested in playing that, James, to be honest. Probably not. But um, yeah, if anybody who likes Spider-Man and our PC gamer like me, it's coming to PC. Yay. I'll be honest with you, dude. I think you'd actually enjoy it. It's one I of the best... I probably would, but there's so many games that, I'm, that I've got to play. I don't want to... I don't want to... Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm trying to cut down to be fair on how much I play. I'm determined. I've decided to complete Elden Ring, so that is my um, that's my game for the year. Yeah, you could you could get hundreds of hours in that, uh, and then there's me who could complete a 70, 80 hour game in a week and a half, two weeks, and everyone's like, "What the fuck, Nate?" Like, uh, but no, uh, I honestly do recommend it. Like, eventually down the line, maybe uh, I still think that game still makes me tear up at the end. I still think it has an amazing ending, and also obviously we're getting a sequel. Uh, Spider-Man 2 uh, from Insomniac and also they're doing the Wolverine game which no one expected um, So, and I believe they're in the they might possibly be in the same universe so they might be creating their own like, Marvel universe that'd be pretty awesome that's not confirmed people that's just me speculating but you know that's another that's another PC port that we're getting staying in the PC vein though uh, we are getting a final release date for the um, the, the video game Stray from uh, from Annapurna Interactive, which is the uh, game, a first-person action game, uh, where you play as a cat in a world populated by robots, adventure to return to his family. The most of puzzles and progress with the narrative, including moving obstacles, tra uh, traversing platform. The player is accompanied by a droid companion called B12, who can assist by uh, translating the language of the robots and storing items found in the world. One of the game's enemies is Zerks, who attack the player in vicious swarms. This was from Wikipedia. Uh, this is coming to PC, PS4, and PS5 on. Uh, July 19th, um, and I cannot wait for this game. And also, it, it is going to be part of the PlayStation Plus collection. So anyone who's on the, like, the second or third tier of the PlayStation Plus collection, you know, the one we've discussed before, they get it for free. They just get, they just get, they get it added. Now, they did say that, I believe PlayStation did say they're not adding their first-party titles to the like Game Pass, but uh, this is uh, third-party, so maybe we'll get like more indie titles so people can play it. Uh, I know we've got a few people on the uh, podcast who love their cats. 
So I think they're going to be loving a game where they play exclusive as a cat. Uh, and I'd be really interested to see what they have. And it's only like a month away. Like when this comes out, uh, when this episode comes out, it'll just be a month away. So it'd be really awesome to see. Going on to our final two games, though, people. Um, have you heard of the Callisto Protocol, James? Nope. Okay, how can I put this? <laughs> it's, um, it's, 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 it's Dead Space, pretty much. Okay, I've heard of that. Uh, yeah. Uh, basically, it's from Glenn Schofield, who uh, previously created the Dead Space series, and he's gone on to create this new game, which is called the Callisto Protocol. Um, it's set in a prison colony called Black Iron, operated by the United Jupiter Company, and it's uh, situated on Jupiter's moon Callisto. Uh, you play as Jacob Lee, voiced by Josh Dermel, uh, and find themselves in the midst of an alien invasion uh, that have been engineered by the prison's warden. Now, this game was supposed to be part of the PUBG universe, uh it's separate now uh i believe yeah, it's, it's separate now but it does make supposedly it might make small nods to that series as well but they finally shown some uh, gameplay footage of this and jesus christ is fucking gory like violent like dead space was violent but this is like it ends with the guy getting caught in like a a, 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 a turbo binder and get pulled in to get ripped apart as he gets pulled in that's how you end it uh you know how in dead space how they had like the health bar on the spine not played it. I'm aware, okay. I'm aware of what game is. I know it's a horror sci-fi game. Okay, like, so uh, basically in Dead Space, you had this. Your health bar was on your spine. It, yeah, and in this one, it's on your neck. <laughs> they literally like made it horizontal on your neck. That's uh, that's that's interesting. Yeah, and uh, really interested to see where this goes to us. And like, I'm just really, I don't know. This comes out December second. Now it's interesting because the Dead Space remake comes out in January. <laughs> so the game he originally worked on. Is he had a remake coming out a month later than the game he's making now? But yeah, James is like, uh, okay, that's yeah, it's, 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 it's interesting, isn't it? Yeah. But I'm really looking forward to playing this. Um, it's very violent. Uh, I'm not, I'm not hugely into my violent games to be honest. Uh, a lot of the time, uh, but Dead Space I loved because obviously the limb tearing and like you know, or this this game also has like a a telekinesis gun where you can pull people in and throw them back and everything and then shoot them and. Looks very interesting. It, sh- it showed you two parts of the game, like near the beginning, near the middle. And yeah, I'm just really looking forward to it. It's coming out for PC, PS4, PS5, Xbox One, and Xbox S and S. X and S. And yes, yeah, coming out December 2nd. And it's a single player game made in Unreal Engine 5 as well. This is going off of Wikipedia. Um, just really looking forward to seeing uh to seeing this game. And obviously, you know, we're getting dead space. Um um ea have been doing their own things with dead space like their own like mini showcases like so we won't really talk about that now but we'll probably get a bigger talk about dead space later down the line finishing up though with our games talk pretty much is a a game called a plague tale requiem uh james probably hasn't heard of this game either oh no so it's a sequel to a game called a plague tale innocence which uh it's on game pass i believe now um i'm just uh, gonna bring this up now on the old wikipedia Something to do with a plague. It is basically. I will give you a summation now. It is set in thirteen forty eight. Um, during set during the Hundred Years' War, and obviously the Black Plague is pretty much coming around at this time. I believe it's around this time. But you play as a uh, a character called uh, Amicia, and you have a little brother called Hugo. And basically, within this world, oh yeah, so yeah, um, there's rats. There's like fucking rats everywhere. And, you know, the light gets rid of them, fire gets rid of them, essentially. It had a lot of puzzle elements to it, because um, it was it was a survival puzzle game. I think it was, and, I think it was a uh, QI episode, which was um, which indicated that it wasn't rats, but it was fleas. Uh, on probably, rats. yeah. That caused yeah. the... Uh... Racist to rats, that's what it was. Racist <laughs> to rats. But yeah, no, um, I thought this game was amazing. Uh, if you haven't played it, people, I believe it is on Game Pass. Uh, so highly highly recommend playing this um it won won a lot of awards it was just beautiful and brilliant the audio design was amazing um and yeah it got like great reviews across the board but it's getting its sequel plague tale requiem which is set to come out this year uh the game hasn't actually had a release date yet uh it's just set for this year uh but it is set after the events of the original game you play as protagonist amicia but it seems this time around that um there's more combat elements including this game. So the, the first game didn't really have combat within it. It had very, very minor combat, but um, I don't really want to spoil too much because it does go into like powers and the brother and everything, but I don't want to spoil it. But I will say also the game is created by a French studio, 
So you can play the game entirely in French, the first one, if I remember correctly. So I thought it was pretty good. Uh, you know, uh, and you could play in English if you want. But um, <clears throat> a lot of people play it in French with subtitles. Um, but yeah, I think this looks amazing. Uh, I cannot wait for this. This was at the Xbox Bethesda Showcase. It's coming out for Xbox Series X, PC, PS5, and PC later this year. And also, it will be on Game Pass Day 1. So, you can just play it with Game Pass, which I think is amazing. Uh, I'm really looking forward to playing this game. I can't wait for it. I'm As soon as this appears on Game Pass, I might book an afternoon off work and I might play this game. Really looking forward to playing it. With all these games coming out, people, it's it's been it's 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 been a good time this year. I know I do want to mention like a couple of things. Like you know, I know a lot of people expected God of War Ragnarok to be like you know announced like the the release date to be announced for that because everyone's been waiting for that game. There's rumors that it could be November because a lot of people saying it's been delayed. I've heard reports. There's been news reports that that's false. It's it is still coming this year. Uh, cannot wait for that game because supposedly this is the last of the series. It's not going to be a trilogy, they've said. It's going to be two games, which I think would be very bold to do for a series like this. You know, you create this new engine, new story, just two games. That's it. End of this story. I think that would be really interesting to do. Don't know if that's fully confirmed. I've read a couple of news articles that might be it, but they'd be really interesting to see. I think we're probably going to find out a lot more PlayStation news because PlayStation had their um, Resident Evil 4 like announcement in the playstation showcase which was 30 minutes but xbox had a 90 minute showcase playstation hasn't really done their big showcases in a while i think we're going to get that bit down the line really hopefully hopefully we do and i bet ragnarok will get its own state of play down the line as well the one company i've heard nothing about though is nintendo now nintendo is the weird one because obviously we're getting breath of the world 2 next year um we're probably I'd, I'd like to see a mario odyssey 2 coming out uh, i'd like to finally see uh, news of the switch pro uh, like the new Switch console coming out, uh, if we actually do get that. Uh, but I'd like to actually see Nintendo come out and give us a bit of give us a bit of news for the games coming out because I've I've really dropped off my Switch in recent years and I really like to go back and play and really like to play some innovative games that they do because Nintendo really do well with their with their games. I still need to play Metroid Dread to be honest. Um, but yeah, that uh, that was pretty much my uh, you know my take of uh, the um, all the all the games and the all the games that we had this year and the show the not E three summer games first the get cut come showcase. Uh, what what I really like to what I'm really look forward to. Obviously, you know, James probably heard about thirty percent of these games, and you know, I was looking forward to some of them. That's good three. That's what that's what I probably gathered. That's still in production. And Midnight Suns. Which, uh... Yeah, no, yeah. BS, uh, BS people. That is a uh, that is our show. That I'm I'm really looking forward to seeing. Uh, if you want to, you know, drop us an email and uh, or you know, a tweet at us. You know, which games that you really like during the showcase, or which games that you. You, you hope to have seen uh, during the showcase and what, what we could have had and what you would have liked to see or your, or your dreams game dream games for Gamescom coming up, you know, because we've got Gamescom coming up in August, I believe, August, September. So um, maybe we'll get some big reveals there. That that could be the that could be when they do the God of War uh, reveal. Uh, so we're getting Gamescom then. Uh, but maybe a yeah, tweet at us um, at NMI cast. That's at NMI cast on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, yeah, just drop us a message there and see what you think or email us at nmi podcast at outlook.com that's nmi podcast at outlook.com uh yeah just uh, drop us any questions queries compliments anything you want to know from today uh, any any ideas that you want to talk about any 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 topic suggestions in the future because we'll probably get to back to the topics next week uh though we do have some movies coming out soon so we'll probably do some more reviews as well in the future listen to us on spotify itunes soundcloud player fm like you know we're all on your streaming platforms uh if you search linktree nmi cast uh, you'll be able to find most of our links there as well that's linktree nmi cast um and uh yeah if you look on there find us there i've been your host nate i want to thank james for joining me today yeah it's been good yeah excellent and uh we'll probably have a few more people next week maybe maybe we might do a quiz next week again i've got a few ideas for a possible quiz i know james it might be doing his quiz again, but adding the gaming aspect this time, which would be interesting. Yeah, I, could, I could set it up if you want. Yeah, it might be, might be a good idea. But yeah, people, again, if you want to get in contact with us, that's nmipodcast.out.com. That's nmipodcast.out.com, at nmicast. I've been your host, Nate. I hope you stay safe, everyone, and have a lovely, lovely weekend, especially in this hot British weather we're going to have. Uh, and uh, yeah, stay safe, everyone. Bye-bye, everyone. Bye-bye. And I'm not Fergus, but because Fergus isn't here, I'm going to have to do this. Bye!